Mille pattes, jou jou jou, jou jou jou. Mille pattes, arcade cosmique, miam miam miam. Siege Mentality, episode eight. I think we're making this a tradition. Still Every time we start up. recording, <laughs> Siege will just start talking. Oh, it is Friday. We're into October. I am Duke. You can find me on Twitter at DukeDFS. He is The Siege. You can find him on Twitter at The Siege DFS. You can find our podcast handle at Siege Mentality, which is growing slowly. I haven't even done a damn By thing By the way, where it. is it available? I, I've met to, someone asked me what platforms it was on, and I knew nothing. The podcast? Yeah. Everywhere you can find podcasts. So I believe it we're on, on Stitcher. Spotify, right? We're definitely on Spotify. We're on Podbean. Of course, you can download us at iTunes. We do have um, a YouTube version as well. We're getting some views over there. No bots commented this week. So the ladies have calmed down on our podcast. Probably just the guys, which is okay. But uh, we're available everywhere you can find us, as far as I know. And if you find somewhere that you usually find podcasts and we're not on there, hit us up. We'll try to get it over there for you guys. But Siege, happy Friday, I guess this is. How you doing, man? You know, it, it's been pretty good. Um, no complaints. Um, just realizing now in three weeks, we're going to have to move the date of this podcast for a, a day. But other than that, feeling good. Yeah. Um, you know, that just, you know I'm, I'm kind of just doing some math. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. October 23rd. No, no, yeah. no. We're not, you we're got not a recording. wedding or something, don't you? No, 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 no. Not the 23rd. 23rd is my day. I get oh. to take the day off and oh. I do fun things. Days so off. What are those like? Hey, speaking of math, this no, blew my mind today. I'm going to go golfing. I'm going to have a few brewskis. It's going to be great. If you had to guess what year Pablo Picasso died, what would you say? Pablo Picasso what? When did he die? Oh, God. I'm going to get this so wrong. I was off by about... Well, I'll let you guess first. God. Famous artist. AD. I knew I was going to be way off. Hold on. Pablo Picasso died in 1973. I'm not an art guy. Straight up. Sorry. I said 1600 something, and I was. I I told you, I I told you, I was going to be off by like a thousand. I I I told you, I told you straight up. I don't know shit about art. There's things like that that just pop up all the time that completely blow my mind. But anyways, hey, look, we're not here to talk about art. This is a football show. (laughs) I hope not. We weren't. You shouldn't listen to us. As always, we're sponsored by EliteSportsBetting.com. That's why we can bring you guys this show for free. Everyone's been on absolute fire over there. Even I'm winning ten five and one on the college football show. I know Siege. You got some F1 bets going on. Oh, let's not talk about last race. That was... Uh, we'll ignore that. Well, it, it was good. It was a great season until the last race. And to be fair, like, Lewis Hamilton, what an idiot, takes a penalty in the freaking pit lane before yeah. the race. He literally takes a penalty before the race. And I'm just sitting there like, you have to be kidding me. Like, Mercedes has never lost in Russia, ever. So all you had to do is predict Mercedes to finish 1-2. Pretty simple. They were starting on the front two. All you had to do is not be an idiot. And then Lewis Hamilton loses his mind. And I'm like, you got to be freaking. The other Mercedes won, so it was fine. We got some of it back. And then, yeah, it was like, whatever. I'm excited for Germany, though. I actually was watching 2018 Germany race last night, kind of just refresh my brain. And I knew I've watched the 2019 one 100, like probably 20 times during COVID because it was a fantastic race where everyone lost their mind. And then I watched 2018 and I hadn't watched it in a while. And I was like, oh my God, this race was just as insane. So, we're going to have a lot of uh, do not finish bets. I can tell you that right now. Here's a dumb question for you. How long is an F1 race? Not like laps, just time-wise, start to like finish. Two hours, two and a half hours. hours, assuming there's not like a, you know, like a crash. They have to like shut it down for a while. I don't know why, but I just assumed it was an all-day thing. I thought it was like, yeah. Anyways, you're the F1 king. I'm the running back king. The running back king is back. Smashed it this week. It's like I tennis. Know- you held serve. Good job. You held serve. Like, you got Kamara, you did your job, you held serves. Like, now I get Kamara, I get to hold serve. Kamara, 47.7 points. Siege, total 48.6. So, close match up there. You know, I, I was just trying to be – I was going for ceiling. You know, I knew you had Kamara, had to shoot for ceiling. Uh, it was the only way to have a chance. Didn't work out. Here's uh, a thing we didn't talk about, but there's no controversy. I had assumed we were doing total points, but on Friday, I noticed you changed it to head-to-head. So no controversy. I'm good with head-to-head. Like you said, I think I it's kind so- of figured, I kind of figured we'd keep it both, you know? It's kind of like golf, you know? Sometimes just you got the whatever is allowing back, you to win. you got the overall. <laughs> so we'll keep it head-to-head. Um, of course, we're going to talk about some Thursday night football. That was a wild game uh, on Thursday evening. No, we're not. But before we get I'm to that- I'm making an executive decision. We are not talking about that game. We're certainly going to talk about it. Um, no, we're not. 
let's talk about last week's siege because both of us were on one play in particular, but you kind of had it. You're not a game of the year kind of guy, but you'd modeled it to 62. The total was 58. Cowboys Seahawks was your over of the week. 38-31 Seahawks went 69 points way over. Yeah, I, I started firing live bets right away. Knew I was right within two minutes. I was like, oh, this game's even going to go faster. I was just firing overs and overs and over. I was just firing the whole game. It was honestly kind of what saved my betting week because the rest of it was uh, not good. So uh, we, we we made a, a, a bunch back on this firing overs and overs and overs in that game. And, uh, yeah, it was a great game. Uh, it was good for fantasy um, for me. Uh, C.D. Lamb getting hurt wasn't really optimal for me. Um, but, you know. Oh, all in all, I had a ton of Tyler Lockett, more than DK Metcalf, so no complaints. It worked out perfectly fine, although Chris Carson not getting a one-yard rushing touchdown was slightly annoying. We'll talk about him. Um, I have a little note on him later. I think he'll – he's still got a huge role in this offense. I think the, the, as we get in the colder yeah, it's months – it's just a sample size thing. Yeah. It's just a sample size. I'm not panicking. Just It was annoying. Those games with the high totals are always – they're kind of nerve-wracking for me. There's some totals this week, Duke. Like, I, I think Vegas is now finally overcompensated here. Yep. Maybe too much. I have a – yeah, maybe too much. a couple much. spots that I'm just like, this, these totals are just too high. Um, two other games I want to talk about in particular, Siege. Your Lions beat the Cardinals, and the Bears beat the Falcons. Lions, uh, basically, defense came Lions, to play. Cardinals, talk about a game I was totally wrong on. Jeez. Well, Kyler Murray picked off three times. Detroit Drake couldn't get stopped. I don't understand. Just run the ball. Is that – I don't understand. He, like, he, like, I get it. There was pressure. They were loading up the middle. Run a screen pass. Like, you ran a lot of screen passes for him last year, and this year you run none. Like, I got it. You got Hopkins. You want to get him the ball. But, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury in college was a guy who had a bad game once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, just a bad game plan. But it, I, I always noticed it wasn't two weeks in a row. Like, he would learn, make adjustments. I think we see some screen passes here uh, against Carolina. I'm going back to Kenyon Drake one last time. Ooh, maybe a little preview even for the running back draft. But you make a good point there. In college, you can't really afford to lose a game, let alone two in a row. You have to make those necessary adjustments. In the pros, I'm hoping and guessing that translates here. we got an interesting matchup the, uh, the Cardinals do. But for the Lions, is this kind of the playbook moving forward? Pound Adrian Peterson, play good defense, no turnovers from Matt Stafford? I don't know. I'm not sure how effective that's going to be most weeks, to be honest. Yeah, can like, you really uh, bank on getting three interceptions a game? Yeah, that's kind of my thing. And Stafford's not a guy who's not going to make mistakes. So, yeah, he's, I, I, do you think he's maturing though into a quarterback who can maybe just pull the reins a little bit? I, I'm small. I'm not. It's that week one. Does anyone remember that horrible interception against the Bears that cost him the game? Mm-hmm. So no, probably not. Right? We've seen, we've seen too much at this point. Old dogs probably not going to learn new tricks. Speaking of which. What the hell is going on in Atlanta? I'm here, so local rodeo has been an absolute hilarious uh, situation uh, here. Talk about another game. I, I basically told uh, the guys in Circa, like, Atlanta, 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 we're fine. Atlanta, Atlanta, don't – like, with all the teams, this is the right idea. Let's do it. Is this, is this the one you put your foot down? Siege? Yeah. Oh, no. And so it's like they're up 16. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Life is great. Things are going fantastic. I forgot about that. You know, Gage gets a concussion, which I'm like already kind of yeah. like, mm, that's not great. But it's like, all right, we should be fine. I'm not going to freak out. And then they put have a quick hook on Trubisky for Foles. And I was like, I kind of was like immediately like, uh-oh. Uh, this is not what I had in the range of outcomes here because uh, this isn't good. Um, they threw a live bet on the, fa- uh, on the Bears to cover some number. I don't know what the number was. Obviously, they won the game, so they covered whatever number it was. Um, I was like, this is going to get a little tight. And, uh, yeah, that's just inexcusable. I mean, up 16 in the fourth quarter, you just can't lose. You just can't lose. I mean – Let alone cover – like, you know, maybe you only win by three, which would be terrible, but you still just can't lose that football game. It's a joke. Um, How Dan Quinn has a job, I'm not quite sure. Um, But, I mean, a lot of that was on Matt Ryan. and But the play calling was terrible, too. Um, Like, again, what happened to the screen pass exactly? They're not calling holding – so that's the time you want to run the screen pass. If you can get away with holding guys as you're on your way out, like that's kind of the dream. So why is no one running a screen pass? I, I'm very confused. The few I've seen have been wildly successful this year. So uh, where'd they go? And, you know, I was someone who's heavily invested in Mitch Trubisky, unfortunately. Um, well, on that was Sunday. mistake number one. Well, I, you know, and 
I liked what it did for the rest of my roster. The idea was there because that Falcon secondary, as we saw, was vulnerable. But, but I Mitch Trubisky is bad at throwing football. He's not great at throwing the football. And this may be the last we've seen him. Nick Foles comes in. Three touchdowns, 20 points in the fourth quarter. He also threw a pick. Everyone's saying, like, Nick Foles is the greatest quarterback ever. Can we slow down a little bit? Like, it's the Falcons' defense, and he also threw a pick. But they did come back and win the game. So You play to win the game. They're a DeAndre Swift dropped pass. And Nick Foles saving their ass from sitting there. One and two. One and two. So uh, and the last they, game. And, and they're, Daniel, they're one Daniel Jones smart decision away from being 0 and 3. All right, fine. Maybe. We'll, oh, yeah. Maybe that's a little unrealistic. That's a, it's a little bit more of a stretch. That's but, a little I mean, more of a stretch. But still, they point. were driving with a chance to win the game. Well, to your point, though, I mean, I think you and I are both at least going, this Bears I, you know, team is not very is, good. I actually really like the Bears this week. Like, I really <sighs> like the Bears this week after all that. Ooh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. You sound like me with the Packers. But anyways, Kansas City spanks Baltimore. Any worries about Baltimore? I mean, this feels like, to me, this feels like the old Patriots loss that they always have somewhere in the first quarter of the season. Everyone uh, freaks out. Know. Brady's done. Then they end up holding the Lombardi Trophy. That feels like know. that for the Ravens. Uh, I, I, I'm starting to wonder if this is just a regular season team. But really? I'm not there yet, but I'm starting to wonder. I mean, this game plan was bad. Yeah. Like, you kind of just can't no-show for this game. Like, they just no-showed. Like, like the Pats would lose a game, but they wouldn't just completely no-show. Like, the no-show part's the part that's got me all kind of just like, eek. 20 points. One quarter, one touchdown a half. Basically, Patrick Mahomes doing whatever he wanted in the first half and then shuts it down late. Four touchdowns. Yeah, probably says more about the Chiefs and the Ravens. But may, I guess we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And then, of course, you know, the biggest story of the week uh, – you beat me in fantasy football. Let's move on to Thursday night football. <laughs> Shockingly, you want to talk uh, – what, what on God's green earth do you want to talk about with the Broncos and the Jets? Um, a, a couple things. Number one, I actually agree with this, but you got uh, quite a bit of shit. You had a tweet that said, can someone explain to me why Jeff Driscoll was considered a better option than Rippon at any time? I, I understood mean, exactly what you meant. I don't know if people took you incorrectly or because he threw some picks that people were think Rippon's better than Dr- – not better than Driscoll. What I mean, what could people possibly have an issue with from your tweet? That's my question. They don't. They just like to pretend they do. I mean, and, and I think what – uh, exp- look, look, there's a difference between, like, Driscoll just was, like, deer in headlights. Yeah. And Rippon was not deer in headlights. It's like, that's something you should be able to figure out on a practice field. Like, when you're simulating a game or whatever, like, like Rippon was just out there ripping the football. And yeah, guess what? That means you're going to throw a pick or two. But – Jeff Driscoll was off throwing dump down passes and then turning over the ball. At least Rippon was just like, oh, look, there's Jerry Judy in one-on-one coverage. I'm going to let my guy go get, make a play. And granted, he underthrew it a little bit, but Jerry Judy did Jerry Judy things. What? Here's the football defensive back. I will that was take awesome. that from you now. That was awesome. Um, yeah, it was awesome. But that's exactly what, like, the offense is missing. And it's exactly what Jeff Driscoll will never do. You know, that was the other point I want to talk about, Siege, because I don't know if you watched the um, halftime coverage, but Steve Smith cracked yes, me I up. Yes, I did. Man. I tweeted about it. Oh, my God. He basically oh. he said, Ripping smart, all he does is drop back, look where number 35 is, throw it over there. He completes 100% of his pass. He's like, he can't cover anything. And then, of course, he gets a pick six later well, in the game. So he, he's it was both hilarious. Sides both sides of the coin. Pierre Desir, by the way, number 35. He did end up with two interceptions, including a pick six, but he gives up eight catches for 134 yards and two touchdowns as well. It literally looked like they were just targeting him on every play. I mean, I, I, that was a good game plan. And it worked. It worked effectively. Right? Yeah. Um, Sam Donald, I thought he broke his shoulder, his collarbone or something Donald, on that. Donald is just – look, you can't – I just don't want to talk about Sam Donald. The Jets are a train wreck. Like, you can't – they're down like their entire team. Like, you just can't evaluate anything. There's literally nothing to talk about. They're going on 16. They're going to have the first overall pick. Sam Donald's going to get traded for a late second-round pick somewhere. Like, let's just move on. Um, we did get points, You see though. their schedule? Like, there's no chance to win any of the next five. No, they're – yeah, I was going to ask you later. nine. And once they're 0-9, they're just going to tank for Trevor. Like, done. I was going to ask you later, but I can ask you now. How many combined wins do the Giants and Jets get this year? What's the line? Like three and a half? Yeah, sounds about right. Let's see. Let's pull. I was looking for it briefly. I didn't put too much effort into it, but couldn't find it anywhere. Let's see. Giant, let's, let's look at the Jets first. As I mentioned, they're going to go 0-5 in their next five. My Dolphins is no better. Dolphins may be at home. Probably not. Uh, I, I kind of could see the Jets going 0-16, to be honest. There's there's not one game I feel great about. The home game against the Dolphins is probably their best chance. 
I guess maybe a December home game against the Raiders, but they may get that one game where they get Adam Gase out and then they get like the little. Boost. I don't think they're gonna fire him. They want to go in sixteen. The Giants. I mean, they've got two games against the Washington football team, so they're definitely live for wins there. Uh, but that's really about it. I mean, I guess they could beat the Bengals, but the other ones – and Eagles too, I guess. They still got a game against the Eagles. They got two games against the Eagles. I think. So, they got, they got four cracks for wins, I think. But they probably get – look, if you sent me – like the over-under, I'd probably set it two. <laughs> Which maybe a puke in your mouth as we'll, as we'll talk about. Puke in your mouth pick of the week. Maybe you take the over there. But not looking good over in New York. Look, of course, we're going to break down every single game on Sunday. But before we do that, let's do our running back draft siege. You get the first pick this week. Yeah, but come on, please. Whoever has had first pick has basically run away with it. He takes Kamara, as I thought you would do. Um, you know what? I'm going to take – I'm going to take Zeke. And I kind of want to get a little funky with it, but I think he'll be there when it comes back around. So I'm going to stick with the guy who's been getting it done. I'll go with Aaron Jones. Great. I'll take Dalvin Cook. Um. Wow, can't believe you gave me him. Uh, I was not expecting to get him. Now I have to choose between my other two. Wow, can't believe you did that. Merry Christmas to me. Um. Hmm. Big decision. Yeah. After these next couple, it's a drop-off for me. Oh, no, see, I, I got, like, two I really like. The question is I'm trying to decide which one you're more likely to take. I'll take Melvin Gordon. I'll take Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. You said it. You mentioned it earlier. He does God, follow through. Lord help me if, uh, if he does bad one more time. But yeah. um, I'll take my Jacksonville Jags. Robinson. Robinson. And then here's where I struggle because I have a whole bucket of people who we can look at. I'm just really hoping you'll take my guy. Man, CEH is right there. I think you may have been setting me up with some pre-show talk about a particular guy, so I don't know if I'm going to take him. It's Cleveland Backfield's monster. Cream hunt practice, so you can't just lock in and shove anyone. I think I'm going to take Austin Eckler. So who did you think I, I, I was trying to get you to take pre-show? I don't remember us talking about anyone. And, um, you were like, I thought you were trying to like bait me into someone. <laughs> oh, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> There's oh, no God, way you take him. Oh, There's no way you take him. him. God, please. No I way you take him. Take him. Um, so there's two backs left I could take here. Uh, I'm going to take the Katrang one just for some fun. I'm going to take Daryl Henderson, please. Okay. He was in consideration. Yeah. There uh, it the is. The other guy in consideration was Mike Davis. I, that's actually who I was going to originally take, and then I changed my mind. Good chalk last week, Mike Davis. He got home. So, see, just got Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, who I probably should have taken, Kenyon Drake, and Henderson. I have Zeke, Aaron Jones, Robinson, and Eckler. Kind of a funky eight. Letting you, keep, letting you get Robinson was a mistake. I should have taken Robinson. So, that was the guy. I almost took him. I should have, I should not have let you get – I should have just taken Robinson over Drake. I – I, I, I leveled myself into thinking into taking Drake. But it's fine. There it is. I'm up two to one. We're going week to week. Siege, if he holds court, we'll get it back even to two and two. But let's talk about a little. Oh, you know what? Let's start here on Sunday breakdown. Obviously, the Steelers and Titans um, are not going to play. What, what are we going to talk about? Like, they're in Tennessee. Like, again, like, they, I love the NFL as much as everyone else, but the cities that they are in compared to MLB was a. This, this was going to happen inevitably. Like, I, I'm not freaking out. Like, Do you think Nashville was the problem? I love Nashville. It's a great I think city. It's a great city to party. The problem is it's a great city to party during a pandemic. <laughs> not, not great. Um, I don't even know if you saw this siege, but they've now scheduled the game. So they're going to move this yeah, game. Yeah, they moved it to week seven. They moved the Ravens. Yeah, that was always the way it was going to go. It was two uh, October 25th. That game against the Ravens will be moved the following November 1st. It's going to get messy if this keeps yeah, on happening. Yeah, I was going to say, best, buy, best ball buys. Have fun with those guys. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, let's start here. Colts-Bears uh, game in Chicago. Indy is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I, don't, I mean, what do you want to say? This I think the first couple games are the pretty Bears, shitty. I love the Bears in this spot. I, I, again, I was telling you pre-show, like there, there are people that like the Colts in, in my betting group, and I, I don't understand. 
Like, what have the Colts done to prove to us that they're a competent football team? Like, they lost to the Jaguars. They beat the Vikings, which everyone does. And, and the Jets. They beat the Jets. Like, I- I'm sorry, but they've done nothing to convince me they're good. Jonathan Taylor has been actually pretty bad. Like, I actually – like, I personally think he's a fumble away from losing his job for a little bit. Wow. Um, there are people that disagree with that. I, I just – he's been bad. He's been bad. He hasn't broken any tackles. Um, look, I get it, he's talented, but there's a reason why he didn't have any touches in week one before Mac got hurt. And the Colts need to start winning games, like now. Um, you know, their schedule's not get any easier. So, for me, I, I'm in just in a situation where it's just like, I, I really can't touch this. I, I, I like the Bears here. I think Nick Foles is a quarterback upgrade. Um, I think Allen Robinson will actually get some targets near him. I think he's a beast. Um, I've seen nothing from the Colts secondary that makes me think they can stop anyone. So for me, like, I, I just really like Allen Robinson this week, and I like the Bears to win this game outright. Um, I, I'm not sure what the public's seeing on the Colts. I really don't. I just sent you a DM of my breakdown. It's almost word for word what you just said there. That opened it up. I thought there'd be more of an overreaction to Nick Foles coming in. But to me, the Colts haven't shown me enough to be a road favorite by nearly a field goal. So I'm with you. I don't love the Bears. I don't, you know, I think you kind of, you like them, leaning towards love them. I'm impartial, leaning towards like them. So I'm taking the Bears and the points at home here. Nothing else really to talk about there. Let's move on to Jaguars, Bengals. Bit of a toilet bowl type game here. Obviously, I have a vested interest now with my Robinson share here. High total relative to the lack of talent on offense from either team, but Robinson's been electric. Joe Burrow, I think he's adjusting to the league a little quicker than I thought he would, uh, especially as far as turning the ball over, just one interception through three games. They did tie last game, but I think the Bengals get their first win here at home. I'm taking the Bengals minus three. I'm pretty indifferent on this game. I, I This is the game where I just don't know what to think. How do you get excited about laying points on an 0-2-1 team? Like, that's the tough part for me. I just – for me, it's just like I, I like – I think both teams are going to have success running the football here. Um, and to me, that just means this game is going to kind of just be very unpredictable because the game could be very slow. Both defenses could just be really bad and allow huge plays on the ground. So I'm pretty indifferent here. Um, I think like the my favorite plays are like Mixon, James Robinson, Higgins, and Boyd. But I'm that's not and Joe Burrow. I guess it's like I could see it. Like I could see how this game shoots out. It's just not on my dream list. But I I do know there are sharp players that really like this game for DFS. So um, I get it. I, I do. I, I they're cheap and they're definitely ceiling here if the Jags defense is just that horrific. So I get it. I really do. Seeds, what do you make of Joe Mixon's year thus far? Because it's been pretty average. I mean, yeah, I, I, they did this. They happened, this happened to him last year too, so I'm not yep. freaking out yet. But this is kind of a do or die game, so I kind of want to see what the workload is here. They paid him big money, so I think they'll kind of get. I kind of feel like every team has treated these first three games like the preseason, mm-hmm. and I'm really that's the part where like these toes have been through the roof and it's just because like I think these teams have been rotating more defensive players than they typically are I know a point of it can be attributed to the lack of holding calls which I suspect are eventually going to return like I don't think they're just going to not call holding the entire year right um so I kind of can't help but wonder the referees were kind of like all right we're going to give you guys a month get your shit together we don't want these games to be incredibly sloppy and then kind of just like kind of reining in a little bit so I, I just, that's my biggest concern here. But again, I, I don't really have a strong take here. Finally, a decent game to talk about. Browns, Cowboys. Uh, if I have it. to take a pick, I'm taking the over 49. Over 49. Look at that. Points, points, points. We love points uh, on this show. I, I, I kind of think both these defenses are just bad. I'm actually going under on this next game. Browns go to Dallas. Cowboys 1-2, and two, Browns 2-1. and one. Finally, a decent game to talk about here. Dallas, I think, is the better team by almost any measure. Somewhat of a homecoming for Texas boy, obviously Baker Mayfield there. But it's been a backfield that's been the impact as far as I'm concerned for the Browns. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, a good one-two punch here. The Dallas defense does have some serious questions, giving up 39 and 38 points in back-to-back weeks. Can they get off the field against the Cleveland Browns? That's the question for me, CJ. Yeah, most of, the, most of Dallas's problems have been through the air. Um, but I do still think they're not great against the run. Like, I, I still look at that personnel, and I kind of wonder, like, 
can they actually stop the run? Right. They haven't really faced anyone yet. Um, and, and they're going to face two of the better backs in the league. By the way, imagine if Kareem Hunt was still on the Chiefs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I, I just kind of think that Cleveland's going to try to ball control this. I, I don't think they want Baker Mayfield to um, be playing in a shootout right now. And I know Dallas is going to play really fast. Um, they're going to try to just play, play as fast as they can, which is fine. I just think Cleveland's going to have a lot of time of possession in this game um, and, and just run a lot of plays. I was kind of hoping Kareem Hunt would sit because Nick Chubb would kind of just be a lock button for me. Um, that being said, I still think in NME, I'm still going to have a bunch of Nick Chubb because I could just see this being a game where they just run the ball 40, 45 times. And even if it's split, like that's a lot better than some bell cows are going to get. So um, for me, this is really about the Cleveland ground game and then the Dallas passing attack with Cooper and Gallup. I don't trust that Lamb's healthy at all. Um, so I, I'm probably going to have to avoid him this week. It sucks because he's got some positive touchdown regression, right. but I mean, when he was out, when he just missed that final series where Dallas needed to score, like that kind of just told me everything. Like it clearly isn't right. I don't care what you're telling me on an injury report. Now, how about from a DFS perspective, start of the week, I was on deck because I kind of had the same, it's 56 total. I, I, I played like 80% game stacks in this game. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah. And, but this week I'm worried about the ball control from the Browns. Me too. And the Browns not getting out ahead of the, enough to where they have to just chuck it and so i'm kind of moving off deck the further along we get i don't know about you i mean it's a pretty easy like if you think that dallas gets out in front here like it's zeke because i mean you, you can run on them too like you can run on them mm-hmm. it's you know it's baker it's odell it's landry and you run it back with zeke yeah. because dallas is going to like if they get a spot where they actually get in front I don't think Mike McCarthy is good enough to just not hand the ball to Zeke 25, 30 times. Analytics. But as, as, as new as improved as he is, and as smart as he's been, I do think if he gets up by two scores, he's going to run the ball with Zeke too much. Um, so I think that's how I would build it if you think Dallas gets out in front a ton. But I actually kind of think Cleveland's playing from the front in this game. So um, for me, it's really about the Cleveland ground attack. And I'm going under the 56. Did you have me a pick too. on this game, Siege? Me too. Cool. Two unders. Let's go from my number one pick, Zeke, to your number pick, number one pick, Alvin Kamara. Playing this, uh, playing the Lions here, going on the road, four point favorites, fifty four and a half total, another high total here. Michael Thomas is back, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's supposed to be back. Is that confirmed? Do you know? I haven't seen. No, nah, I just kind of assumed he's going to be back. Yeah, I mean, do you? Th- how much do you think that cuts into Kamara's workload here? He's got- I think he's, I'm not sure he's going to be 100 percent healthy, so I kind of assume he's going to be decoy and be like 70 percent himself. I mean, for those who haven't seen the stat, I mean, Kamara has 285 yards receiving and three touchdowns. He's go with this three run. He's insane. It's great. He's insane. As someone someone who took him over Zeke in best ball and Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook this year, Alvin Kamara was one of my biggest stands this year. It's been a very good first three weeks. Well, I'll tell you, Drew Brees has caught a lot of shit even on this podcast from me, but he hasn't really been bad. Like he's not. He has that one terrible interception. Let's just see what the offense looks like with Michael Thomas. Let's let's just see what it looks like. I'm not, you know. If he's healthy, he could do what Hopkins did and just take a ton of targets. But I think that they should just run the football. Detroit was giving up yards by the boatload on the ground. I think they should just try and run Kamara and see what happens. We talked a little bit about Detroit earlier. We talked about potentially their game plan. It's hard to turn someone over three times, especially someone like Drew Brees. But again, we set it for the Bears. Let's reverse it for the Lions. If DeAndre Swift catches that ball, they're 2-1 and one and sitting much better. This is my – it's not my puke in the mouth pick of the week. And by the way, this is, con- this is if Thomas is out. I like the Lions plus four. If Thomas is confirmed in, I, he's going to play. He's I'm going to lean over. I'm going to lean over the 54 and a half. I like the Saints minus four here. I think they, they win this game by a touchdown. I, about I 10, you said? What? By about 10, you said? A touchdown. Yeah. Oh, touchdown. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think they win by a touchdown here. That's my I thing. I don't see this getting out of hand either way. I think both teams are going to score. So I, was I, don't just... either. I don't think it's going to get out of hand. This is the one time where I just feel like confident, like the Saints are going to win by seven. It's a weird, it's a weird feeling for me. So like, I feel like at the end of the day, they're going to make one more play in the Lions. Well. See, if old Matt Stafford returns, I can see the Saints winning by 14. Something like if he throws a pick six or something, but that's about Matt it. Patricia gets a really bad rap. He's not that bad. His game plan for Arizona was really good. I know no one was watching that game, but it was a really good game plan. He baited Kingsbury into throwing the ball a lot. It was a lot of heavy fronts and then back it out. Like it was a really good game plan from the Lions. 
And by the way, they had a good game plan week one for Trubisky too. If it wasn't for them being down to their fourth and fifth corners and have their sixth one be in the slot, like, you know, I, I, again, like he gets a bad rap. He hasn't been as bad as any people think. You love Matt Patricia. I think he's sneaky good. I do. He's, he's uh, no Brian Flores, though. I, I would do anything to have Brian Flores. I tell you what, we are shit. killing these transition seeds because let's talk about these Dolphins. Seahawks travel down south to Miami. 88 degrees is the predicted temperature at game time. I, I love the Dolphins, and this is going to be really t- – I, I already know my betting group is going to be all about Seattle. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I just I, – I mean, we, we kind of do like a preliminary pick sheet. And I had the Dolphins as my highest confidence, and then they like all of them were like Seattle. And it's like, we're, you guys are paying an extra three and a half points because of what Seattle's done at the start of the season. The Dolphins had a bad week one game plan against the Patriots. A bad week one game plan. They played really good football since the, the third quarter of the Patriots game all the way through the Jaguars game. They were nip and tuck in that Bills game. And we kind of saw the Bills were a really good team. Like, oh. Being able to score on them is – I mean, I, they kind of just let let off the gas last week, but they were up a ton. Um, they kind of like, oh, this is the Jets. And then the Rams are like, no, 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 we're not the Jets. Um, but, again, this is a good Dolphins team. They've been putting up points. I think they're going to have success with the air again. Their numbers look weird because they were just so ahead of Jacksonville in the second half. They were just like run, 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 punt, run, mm-hmm. run, run, punt, run, 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 punt. And, and so their numbers look a little weird. But, again, I think Seattle's going to be able to put up points. Miami knows that. They're going to have to put up points in this game. Um, they're going to have to throw. And that's fine. Seattle's perfectly willing to um, give up points to the air. So, for me, um, it's perfect. It's a perfect situation where uh, Miami throwing the football, spread it out wide. Gesicki, Williams, and Parker, um, fantastic options. Um, and Seattle, you know, Russell Wilson, Lockett, Metcalf on the other side. And – you know, let's. I, I kind of think this is. I this is. I have this total at, at sixty. Um, wow. So the, my my pick here is technically the over. But if I could make two picks, I would also take the Dolphins plus the six and a half. I got it at seven on Sunday, but uh, I, I have no issue with six and a half. So I'm on the over, and I was going to take Seattle. So we're both on the over there, though. So DFS wise, do you think this will be chalky? This will be the chalkiest game. I'm not sure. I, I think there's some other high totals that are going to generate some ownership. Um, like like that Dallas Cleveland game, uh, like that Arizona Carolina game, like New Orleans Detroit. Um, I'm not sure people trust Miami yet, and I think that's because they really like no one's seen Miami play. Like they played, they saw them beat the Jags, but they, no one was really paying attention. Week one, week two, they literally you literally couldn't see them on red zone. They had those technical issues, um, and that was right right when Miami made their run. So no one saw that either. So. I kind of think the Dolphins are a team that could slip under the radar. Uh, let me just check ownerships. I, I mean, I normally don't look at them. Until, I'm pretty – I've done more research than I normally do this at this time of the week. So, um, I could tell. Normally yeah, I this is a game if it's not going to be chalk. I have extreme interest. I think, I think it's going to have some ownership. I don't think it's going to be auto-owned. But I'm not sure it's going to be chalk. Let me just pull up the wide receiver chart here. Uh, select all. Main slate. Um, yeah, like it's going to be – decently chalky but it's nothing crazy um, i'm not projecting like 25 30 percent or anything so you know and i think like for example i think preston williams will be single digits which is yeah fantastic i like that me too i, I, um, I know he didn't do much against the jags but he didn't have to do anything against the jags, so. but hey very similar to our dallas seattle pick last week where we were both on the over you had that modeled at 62 you have this one at 60 here. We're both on the over, so expect points, points, points here. Love this game. Hopefully, we'll be able to watch it this week, to your point, Siege. Let's talk oh, about the Chargers and Buccaneers. Tampa Bay, seven-point home favorite here. Low, 43-and-a-half total. My guy, Austin Eckler, what do you have, 11 catches last week? Like, Yeah, this is this is one of those spots where I kind of think the Chargers are going to keep this game closer than people think. Ronald Jones isn't that good. Chargers defense is good. No Fournette's out. Here. Godwin's out. Godwin's out. Um, I, I, I kind of like the Chargers plus the seven here. Um, I think this is a pretty good spot for the Chargers to kind of keep it close. Now, there is Herbert first road start as a rookie risk where he throws two picks and, you know, you lose by 20. That is absolutely in the range of outcomes. I would not fade Tampa Bay and MME DFS formats. Mm-hmm. I, I would make sure I'm overweight on them. But, you know, this, this really kind of feels like a slow ground control from both sides game. Uh, don't make a big mistake and try to be the one that capitalizes on the other team's mistake. I, I, I think this is going to be a one-score game. So if I think it's a one-score game, got to take the dog. 
Very similar for me, too. I honestly thought Herbert would be more like Rippon's game last night. He'd be chucking it, two touchdowns, three picks, something like that. Well, he should have been. And you didn't like that against Carolina. Yeah. He's so scared to throw picks, though. You I know. Tell he's, he's very conservative. He's, you could tell he's heard all the criticism. Don't turn it over. Oh, he's heard all the criticism from, like, during the draft and, like, oh, he sucks. He's a turnover machine. Because there's throws I'm looking, I'm like, oh, you would have ripped that last year. <laughs> and bluntly, he kind of needs to rip it a little bit more. Like, he's kind of turned into a little bit too game energy for my taste. Um, like, I, I, I didn't like him as a prospect, but at least, like, he could rip it. And now he kind of just, like, has kind of that, like, he can dunk. Daniel Jonesy aspects to it. And, eh. I mean, maybe it's just, like, he's unexpected start, one week of practice, he comes out better. But, I don't know, you, you just – he's got a little gun shy. Man. Just, I mean, there's no weapons there for the Chargers, too. Mike Williams is hurt. So, like, I get it. There's no down-the-field threat. So, I get it a little bit. But, again, this just screams like a one-score ugly football game. And, to me, the, the onus is on the Bucks, 100%. They haven't beaten – Oh, anybody. they have to win this game. They have the Bears coming up, then the Packers right after that. They, they need to get the 3-1 and one here. have to win this game. Yeah, absolutely. But – like you, I'm also on the Chargers plus seven. I think it's a low-scoring game. So yeah, yeah. I, if I can get seven points in a 43 total, it's really tough to pass it. I, this is a game, and we talked about a couple games like this last week. I think we'll know like five minutes in if we're on the right side. Oh, I, I honestly, I'm not worried. Like, if this game shoots out, like I just lose, take my money. Like, I'm not not too worried about it. We're not worried about the Ravens either. They travel to uh, D.C. here. as a I, I, like, I don't know what you do in DFS other than like a little bit of Lamar and Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown and GPPs. And like just like make sure – like I figure they're going to be unowned and you just kind of like play a little bit of them in case they catch two touchdowns and then kind of just move on with your life. Because you kind of expect this to be J.K. Dobbins is playing the second half, Gus Edwards is playing the second half. Like, I, I mean, I – Ravens by like 25. I, I, I just, I, I mean, Baltimore defense is going to be chalky, but it's easy to yeah. see why. Um, I just, Baltimore, I just, I mean, does Haskins make it through the game? I guess he does because Kyle Allen's just pointless. You may as well yeah. roll Haskins out the whole year. And if he sucks, get into the uh, Trevor sweepstakes. So, I, I mean, yeah, for me, it's really just about, you know, just got to really hope that no one catches, gets two touchdowns here. That's kind of my biggest concern. No interest in Lamar, right? I mean, he could put up five touchdowns in a, in a half, you know, two rushing and three passing, and you're going to need them. But I, I won't be going there. Yeah. Um, I'm actually leaning on the over. on the, By the way, Ron Rivera did say, I'll cross that bridge when I get there in regards to Dwayne Haskins. He said, basically, as yeah, long as he's still sure coach this weekend. Apparently, like, it's Jack Del Rio. Really? He said Rivera's doing that bad with this? Yeah. This... I, I just – I don't know. I, I like I, – I hopefully Ron gets a strong recovery. I just kind of, like – at this point, if it's that serious, like just step away, man. You know? Yeah, for sure. But um, um but for me, I, I I just don't see how Baltimore scores here. So just give me the Baltimore minus the fourteen. Washington. Yeah, Washington implied team total under sixteen points, two touchdowns. It feels high. It does. It does. I I'm man, garbage points. Who scores more points? Washington or the Giants this week? Washington. But yeah, it's close. I have to agree. I think. <laughs> it's close. But I, I was going to lean the Ravens, but man, 14 points in the row. They could win 21 to three. So I, you know, the, I was leaning the Ravens. I just took the over here, over 45 and a half. You just said they could win 21 to three, and then you took the over. <laughs> they could, but they won't because we'll get a couple late touchdowns from the. Give, I don't give me Baltimore minus the 14. There if, it is. If it gets backdoored, it gets backdoored. Whatever. Cards, Panthers, uh, Seeds, permission to be honest here. You don't care. I have no idea what's going to happen this game. Yeah, get back to, like for me. Just get back to me after Hopkins' like injury. Like I don't if he. I need to know if he practices or not. Like I, I did this last night on the show too. I was just like, pass. Like I, I can't possibly begin to discuss this game until I know what the Hopkins status is. Yeah, and in the Panthers, I think stink. I, they kind of found their feet a little bit last week, but McCaffrey's still out. Like Murray looked human last week. We don't know about Hopkins. I have no idea. So like an hour ago, the GM said ultimately. DeAndre Hopkins will make the decision if he plays. Well, that kind of sounds like he's going to play. That's kind of shitty because then you put it on him if he sits out or not. Yeah, but that kind of just screams like he's going to play. And this yeah, he's probably going to play. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I like Drake this week. I mean, one last track here. One last try. Carolina can't stop the run at all. 
Uh, they've given let, Eckler cost 11 balls last week, as you mentioned. I kind of expect Drake to catch some this week. So mm-hmm. give you one more crack. He was definitely the re- – he cost me 15K last week. Um, yeah, not great. Had him on, like, my best super draft team that finished, like, seventh, and he had, like, 10 points with a 1.6 multiplier. I'm like, really? Couldn't caught, like, three more balls? Um, it was brutal. Um, love super draft. Love it. But the beats, like, with the multipliers, mm-hmm. woo! It's like, another like I thought like I thought I lost a lot of money on that Dak pick because it wasn't just minus one; it was like minus one point four, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Uh, but it's like great when you're getting the multiplier points going up, but when they get the negatives, you're just like, "Oh, this is it's just like the knife just sticks in a little deeper." But it's so much fun. <laughs> well, I'm taking the cards uh, minus three and a half. Actually, I had them at I, minus six uh, before the game last weekend, so I still think there's value on that side. So you took the Cardinals minus six. No, I, I had this game as cards minus six. Oh, I guess. me too. Yeah, I, I I think that they will be on all of our, our team's picks. I yeah. think that was the only consensus pick we had. I, I, I agree. I, I think Cardinals might win. Um, not a lot of bad weather either. That, that game's sunny and uh, 68 there. Vikings, Texans. Actually, kind of – I'm excited to watch this game, even though it's 0-6, because I think both these teams are dish- – hey, by the way, my boy, Justin Jefferson, finally went off. They let him out of the cage. Seven receptions, 175 yeah, well, yards, and a too, touchdown. Too bad that Dalvin Cook is going to absolutely eat <laughs> against this Texas defense. I cannot believe he made it back to me in the, in the running back battle draft. I'm kind of hedging. You know, I have him in fantasy in our staff league, so, you know. I'm oh, hedging. you mean the staff league where you lost me last week, that one? And 2-1. and one. Two and one, not doing too bad here, but better than both of these teams sitting at 0 and 3. My problem with the Vikings is Kirk Cousins wasn't terrible. Dalvin Cook had a hell of a game. They still lost. That's because their defense is terrible. And Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, uh, Randall Cobb in fantastic spots this week. Dalvin Cook's going to get whatever he wants against this team. The question is just simply how many plays does this game run? Mm-hmm. Like, um, Dalvin Cook's going to get 100 and a touchdown in this spot. Um, so the real question is just like how much more above hit does he get? Um, I think he can do really well in this spot. So this is a game I'm excited to watch, a game I'm excited to have some DFS exposure to. I, I, this is one I probably will just try to match the field on. Um, I'm guessing that's going to be around 10 to 15%. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Dax looks like Deshaun's at 10%. So probably somewhere between 10 and 15% of, of this game um, in MME. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to just try to be a little overweight, but nothing crazy. Um, it's a high total, but I, I can see how this one blows up in your face Yeah. too. So like, that's the other concern is like I, the blow up risk is clear. Let's just like Minnesota controls the clock. Houston's just that bad. And, but we saw it against Pittsburgh, like they can, they can play well when they're healthy. So I, I, I kind of like them this week. So I think I'm going to take Houston minus the four, but if you wanted to take the over, I'd understand. I'm on the over. And I'm excited to see this because the Texans have played the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Steelers. And if the Vikings yeah. aren't great, then this is their first chance to really have a go. If they don't, let's say the Vikings win this game. What I mean, what are we doing with the Texans moving forward? I mean, it depends how it looks. Yeah, that's true. If it's a not shootout, great. let's say it's, it's great, over and the Texans lose. Eh, the Houston defense is terrible. They'll be like, just keep playing Houston in shootout spots. Really not a ton you can do with a shitty defense in season either. So, tough. Okay, I'm on the over. You're official. You said you're probably leaning Texans minus four. Yeah. Um, Justin Jefferson, I think he's going to have weeks like this, but he's not going to be consistent. I could be wrong. Yeah, over on this week. Just got to hope he doesn't do it back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Moving into the 4 o'clock games here, Giants, who we've ridiculed already on this podcast. I have – I love the Rams in this spot by a million. (laughs) I think they're going to run, 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 run. Play action over the top, touchdown, or down to the one, run. I, 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 I just think that this is – the Rams are going to do whatever they want in this game. Um, it's a really great spot for Dale Henderson because the other backup running back in Malcolm Brown is dealing with a finger injury. Um, so they're not going to abuse him in a game where, like, they're a huge favorite here. Um, just got to make sure that Akers is still out. But, again, similar situation, even if Akers was the play, which I don't think he is um, – you know, they're not going to abuse him either because coming off of a ribs injury. Right. Perfect spot for to give the second-year guy extra reps here in the zone blocking scheme. Um, last week, by the way, in a game where they had, like, completely terrible game script, um, like, average 5.7 yards a carry, 20 attempts, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Like, um, he's been fantastic. Last two weeks, 32, 195, and two on six yards a carry. Like, people forget, like, 
You know why Antonio Gibson never had a carry at Memphis? Daryl Henderson yeah. was there. And Tony Pollard was there. Like, How about that backfield? Daryl Henderson is like running back you, Memphis. Like, just pile them up. Yep. I, I just think this is a no-brainer home run, breaks the slate spot. I Look, if they run play action and Goff gets three touchdowns, I lose. So be it. But the spot for Daryl Henderson's good, and I'm just going to run it out. Nope, 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 nope. This is my puke-in-your-mouth pick of the week because this makes absolutely no sense. This line should be 22. Um, Giants. There's not going to be a 22-point spread in the NFL. Wasn't there one last year? I thought there was a – who was uh... – the, the highest total was like Jaguars and Denver when Peyton Manning was there, and the Jaguars covered barely. It was like 26, <laughs> I think, and like they won by like – they covered by like two points or something. I mean, for me, there's just no way, even though I already said I think Washington scores more points than the Giants, the Giants look so bad. They're and awful. I, I Don't just, overthink this. I, me overthinking it's like I'm going to – the house I just bought, I'm going to mortgage that again, and I'm going to put all of that on the Rams because they're definitely going to cover this. And then I'm going, well, why isn't the line moving more? Uh, because the sharp betters – the sharp betters, the same ones that thought, you know, it's a good idea. Let's bet on the Giants plus three and a half against the 49ers. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not taking a shot at anyone within mm-hmm. the fantasy company. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm speaking. I understand like the Giants. Were, I understand the 49ers were so injured. Like if the Giants were ever going to show up, that was a spot to show up. I got it. But then those, some of those people decided that the New York Jets were a great football team to bet on as well. Just what? You work hard for your money. Why are you betting on the Jets? Why? It's so hard to back a shitty football team. But then the Panthers won outright last week. The, the Broncos like were people bet on the Jets this week. They bet on the Jets. <laughs> Real American dollars. And I'm gonna put money on the Giants. Plus, uh, this is this is why You're we have a puke in your mouth. Plus thirteen. Stop it. You just oh, yeah. mortgage your house on the Rams. I was going to, but then, you, you know, you have one of these, cover like... Cover the spread by, like, 20 points. Don't think... Like, they're going to win by four touchdowns. Stop overthinking this. You want to do... We'll bet this game. How about that? Oh, I get to take the Rams minus 13? No vig. Yep, you oh, get Rams minus yes! 13. All right. We'll give you a shot. I'm going to I'm gonna eat you out of Beautiful. house and home and keep betting against the Bills, so oh. I'll give you that one. Oh. Ugh, I Beautiful. can't believe I just bet on my puke in my mouth. Excellent. That's a week. solid way to make 20 bucks back. Excellent. <laughs> All right, Pats Chiefs, game of the week alert. Uh, gut check time for the Pats. Obviously, I'll let you take it away, Siege. Times. This game's going to suck. Like, hot take. This game's going to suck. Tell me more. It's a 53 total. Chiefs are seven-point favorites. Run, 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 play action. Run, 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 run. And if they're down 10, you know what they're going to do? They're going to run. Like, they're going to do everything the Ravens did last week. Cam Newton's not going to win a shootout. Sorry. Against, like, Patrick Mahomes. It's not going to happen. Like they only started throwing the game, the ball against Seattle when they were down two plus scores. I think the Pats are gonna be able to ball control here. I think they get James White a touchdown for obvious reasons. Um, but other than that, like James White touchdown prop is my bet in this game. Ooh. I don't know what the number is. I don't even know if it's out yet. I just James White's gonna get a touchdown here. He's back this week. Yeah, he's been practicing. So I, I just they're gonna get him a touchdown. Um, so I, I like the James White touchdown prop. But other than that, I think this is run, 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 and it's going to be about a 7- to 10-point game. So, I mean, that leans Chiefs, but my official play is James White touchdown prop at whatever number it is. I think that's the only way they stay in this game is to do that. Uh, I'm with you, man. They've done a good job with Mahomes scheming him in the past. Like, I'm not saying the defense can't stop him. I'm not expecting it. But the best way to to keep Mahomes from scoring is to run. Keep them off the field. I have the over in this game. If I was going to lean aside, I'd definitely take the Chiefs. Um, I guess we're kind of on the same thing there. So, no, you probably like the under then. No, I don't have a strong take. Run, yeah, uh, run, run. I mean, Kansas City has been really bad against the run. They could just continue to be really bad against. Them. I took Giants plus thirteen. Jesus, I got to reevaluate my life here. Um, I'll take the over there. Bills, Raiders, Bills, three-point favorite, heading to Las Vegas in that beautiful new Roomba that they built out there in the desert. Raiders are two and one. I'm not saying – I mentioned it last week. I don't think Derek Carr's great, but he's been better than I thought he was going to be. 24-32, 261, two touchdowns, 119 QB rating, which doesn't mean a ton, but 
Cam Newton, who we just talked about, was at 73.8. They lose that game to the Pats, but I did see a little something from the Raiders. I think the Bills jump out early, but Raiders keep it interesting. I got the Raiders plus three. I wish I knew how healthy Jacobs and Waller were. Waller was clearly limited last like they, he, Was he most of he's like a decoy. He didn't do damn thing. Yeah, because he's hurt. I just don't know how much I don't know where I don't know where he's at. And I'm starting to see this this move. And it's just Boston three and a half. That's a little concerning to me. I thought this was a pretty stable three. And that just kind of makes me like the only reason this number would move is if the Vegas injuries are worse than people think. Mm. I, I, I'm just I'm officially making this game a pass. I, I just can't without in good conscience tell you what to do when I don't know what the injury situation is. Like if, if they were healthy, I, I would like the Vegas side here. But I, I mean, I've been against the Bills all season, and this is the one spot I'm not really confident in. This kind of feels like the the fake letdown spot where it's like, oh, they're going on the road for Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Kind of tricky here. And then it's like, well, no, they're completely injury depleted. Like this isn't really the spot. That's kind of my feel on it. But I don't really want to just have been like, Buffalo's terrible, Buffalo's terrible. And then just be like, oh, look, Buffalo's terrible. They can't beat a injured Vegas team. So I'm just passing here. I'll tell you where you could get some value. Oh, no, I don't know about value, but you can take a shot here. The Bills being a first-half team, up 21-3 to on the Jets, up 17-10 to on the Dolphins, up 21-3 on the Rams. And then I don't know what it is, complacency, uh, regression, just seem to fall off a little bit and keep these games closer than they should be. I think the Bills are a wagon. Uh, Josh Allen's looked great. It's got a sneaky feeling about the Raiders here. It could be falling for the trap, like you just talked about. See the letdown coming. If they're coming. healthy, I like the Raiders. I just don't know if they're healthy. Yeah. All right, that's it for most of the games on Sunday. We do have Sunday night football. Eagles, 49ers. George Kittle is back. Eagles are washed up. I got Seattle. Or <laughs> Seattle, San Francisco, minus seven. I don't know. Whatever. San Fran minus seven, sure. I don't know. This game's going to suck. What do you, so are you going to play uh, – you, you going to do a showdown here, 49ers-Eagles? Hopefully I've won a million dollars and I can just sit back, relax, enjoy a nice brewski and uh, talk about what I'm going to spend my money on. <laughs> I was going to say, the only reason I would play this game is if I had an absolutely horrendous afternoon in the rest and I'm trying to chase and get it back. Otherwise, I'll be counting my money and moving on to next Jeff week. There you go. You got a couple uh, running back props out of my boy Siege. Anything else you want to talk about, Siege, before we let these folks get out of here? There it is. For Siege, I am Duke. That's it for us. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Appreciate you guys listening. Like Siege said at the start, if you're trying to listen to podcasts somewhere and you haven't seen us yet, let us know. We'll get it over there. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, of course, on YouTube. If you want to see our ugly mugs, that's it for this week. We'll be back same time next week. Good luck this weekend. Adiós.